We've got a team that's kind of on track of the, you know, on top of the storm, and it, it just appears right now that, you know, uh, things are a little more favorable, you know, for uh, Friday and Saturday, you know, for us. So yeah, we're staying. What's it like having a statue of yourself uh, outside the stadium long before you give enough coaching? Or personally, I've never seen it in person, um, and. You know, obviously, it's a it's a great honor to to have you know me and Rocky Balboa, I guess, in the city of Philadelphia, um, and Nick Foles. And Nick, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I I mean it, it, it's it's an honor. It really is. You know, something that we accomplished, you know, um, as a team, as an organization, you know, in 2017-18, and and um, yeah, you know, it's just a it's just a nice reminder. Do you, you ever plan to visit the statue? You know, maybe one day after I retire or something like that, but I uh, have no plans to uh, anytime soon. Did they told you they were going to do it? What was your first reaction? Uh, that's up to them. I, I didn't really <laughs> care. Honestly, I just really didn't care, um, you know, what they did. That was, that was you know, the, the people involved with that. So, um, but it's definitely an honor, you know, to, to have something like that represent, you know, what we did, you know, uh, back then. Is your wife seen it? Yeah, the kids. I think they yes, I think. Don't really know. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. The guys who were on last year's team and then even before that, the guys who underwent a couple of coaching changes. Now that you've kind of gotten into this transition and everything, what was the were they very, very open minded about what you were trying to sell? The guys who've been on the scene for four or five years, even longer. They were. Yeah. And did did they make it a little bit easier for you to come in here and kind of, you know, do that healing process? That you know, and they were the ones that I leaned on, you know, to, to really kind of get a sense and a feel for where they were mentally, um, you know, coming coming off the last couple of seasons and um, just uh, wanted to reassure them that, that we were going to work hard to try to get things turned around and, you know, and, and, um, and they bought into that. And, you know, you're starting to see – I think the fruits of their labor by by the way they practice and, and obviously by the way they're playing. So the guys like Josh and Shatley and Cam Cook, and, and Cook, those guys, yeah, examples. exactly. Okay. We did the math. We were looking at the depth chart before you got here. I think it's like four guys on each side of the ball for Philly were there before you left, and a lot of guys in the trenches. What sort of advantage does that give you as you're scouting them, having known guys like Kelsey, having known guys? Like Graham and the rest of them on the defensive side. I mean, it, it's it's good to know kind of who they are, how how they think, how they play. You know, um, you got all those insights that way. It's much like, you know, press a couple weeks ago with the Colts, obviously, and um, you know, but at the same time, it's a different scheme, so they're in a different different system now. Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously the offensive line, you know, is the same with Jeff Stoutland, so they're, we're seeing the same things there, you know, in the run game, but. Um, you know, it, it having familiarity is is nice, but at the same time, you know they're trying to execute their plan just like we're trying to execute ours, and and um, you know focus on that. What type of player is Jalen Hurts? He really seems to be coming into his own this season. You know, um, I, I've obviously from afar, you know, watching him and, and seeing his progress. I, I it's everything that I, I think back then we saw when when the Eagles drafted him you know uh, is coming is coming to the forefront this guy extremely hard worker 
he's dedicated, uh, he's a proven winner. You know, he's everything has been thrown at him adversity wise, and he's overcome it, you know. Um, and you're seeing it, you're seeing it in the way he plays and the way the guys rally around him and support him. And, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, I think for him being in, you know, again, having stability, I mean, you're seeing it, right? You're second year stability around the quarterback, stability around the team, I'm talking about the coaching staff. Um, that's where you see that jump. And, and he's, uh, you know, they've added talent around him. And, you know, he's using that. And, of course, he's an, he's an athletic guy himself. He's hard to bring down. Um, just doing the things that we all thought he could do. When you look a different challenge than the first three quarterbacks you got to face in terms of mobility and stuff, how does that change what you're going to do? You, you know, you just got to stay disciplined. Um, as you rush, it's a, he, he can break an arm tackle pretty easily. You know, he can he can make you miss pretty easily. You just got to be under control and disciplined, and and um, you know try to try to tackle him and, and maybe get forehands on him and bring him down when you can. So uh, it's a it's a challenge, you know, very very much so because you know if you get out of your rush lanes, he can he can make you make you pay with his legs. When you look at the touchdown pass that uh, to Zay Jones. Is that sort of an example? I mean. Trevor gets a little bit of pressure coming up the middle, so he rolls it right by more time. But it seemed like Zay did a good job of adjusting as well. And, you know, because a lot of times when a quarterback rolls the right by side, you know, he ends up throwing the ball away when you're in a, in a box that small. Yeah, you know, and it's something that we, you know, <clears throat> that we work on. We work on red zone scramble and the, the rules that, that apply, you know, um, in, in a tight, condensed area of the field. And uh, every team, Every offensive team goes through it, you know, and just having a having a plan for for when the quarterback, you know, starts to run. And, and Zay and Trevor were on the same page, and Zay did exactly what we asked him to do, and, and it worked out. Follow up: um, You guys are obviously getting a lot more love, attention, whatever you want to put on it from from national media this week. Uh, I, I would, how would you expect your team to to handle something like that to make sure it doesn't become any kind of a distraction or anything? You know, I, I expect the team to handle it, you know, one with class and, and one with with just, you know, the fact that, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, um, we still have to go to work every day and, and prepare for another football game. And, um, you know, that starts with me, you know, during the week and setting the tone that way and, and just keeping us, keeping us focused on task. Nine sacks for the Eagles defense last week against Washington. When you watch it back on tape, what led to that for them? It's a great pass rush. They they can do it with four. Uh, they can do it with five. Combination of the two. Um, you know, I I think you know, you know, Fletch is still Fletch, and, and he he can he can push the pocket. They've got edge guys that can still you know bend, and, and Josh Sweat's playing good. And he's long and kind of slithery, and um, <clears throat> you know, BG. You watch him, and he's he's a guy that can get under your pads and and, and push the pocket. So. All these guys have have talent to do that, and so that's what you're seeing. Um, and you know, um, a lot of them too. The secondary covering the receivers and nowhere to go with the football. That's part of it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a challenge. You know, it's a challenge just to defend. You know, four possibly five guys. With that said, knowing that Luke took a significant step forward this past week as a rookie. You know, starting at center for a third straight week, um, knowing he's going up against a guy like Fletch, um, what sort of challenge is that going to present for 
it's a, it's a big challenge, huge challenge. You know, you're talking about a guy that's been in this league for a long time and knows how to knows how to rush and and uh, he's crafty at it. Uh, he's smart, uh, very skillful, and uh, he's calculated. And and Luke's going to have to just just watch a lot of tape, you know, this week and just you know uh, we're going to have to help him when we can, um, whether we slide to him or use a back or whatever we can do to disrupt some timing. I mean, that's what you do with good pass rushers, right? Uh, in this league, we did it last week with, with Bosa, Bosa and Mac. So each week, you know, you never know who that guy is. This week, it just happens to be an interior lineman. Uh, you, uh, any coincidence of, of why, or is it a coincidence you've been so good in the third quarter these three weeks? So uh, the numbers are staggering what you're doing to kind of put games away. Uh, what do you attribute that to? I just think it's a credit to the, the guys, really, just understand we make we make subtle adjustments at halftime, you know, and, and then and then come out and, and really um, still try to execute the game plan, you know. Um, I, I think the guys feel some energy when you have, you know, a lead at halftime, you know, there's some of that. And and really, um, you know, again, leaning leaning on the run game a little bit has helped, opened up some things, but we talk about you know sort of that middle eight right of the game, whether it's the end of the second half, second quarter to the beginning of the third, and it's important that the offense gets points or the defense gets off the field. You know, and those are things that we talk about and and uh, and stress all the way back to you know the off season. What are the reasons? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Okay, what are the reasons you decided just to stay put and not? I'd go north and get away from the storm. I assume you learned something those years in uh, in Miami when you were a player uh, from what Don Shula did. What's your what's your philosophy with the hurricane and how you're handling it? It's really the families. I mean, if we leave, the families are still here, you know, kind of fending for themselves, and 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 we gotta, you know, as husbands and dads, and we want to make sure that they're well taken care of, and the organization can help, you know, take care of the families, and and, and then just monitoring the storm too, and just seeing. You know where the impacts are going to be, and and um, you know I would say if it was more of a direct hit and things were going to be a little bit worse, we'd probably consider leaving. But I think things are, you know, other than some wind and some rain, I think Friday I think we're going to be okay and and just stay here. As a follow up, were you there when Andrew was there? I know you were on and off the roster. And you were yeah, there. I was there. Yeah, I was there. Thoughts on having my wife? Life? My wife had to leave. Uh, she evacuated. Um, she was in the car, you know, heading north and. We had to get as far north as a team as possible. Um, so, you know, obviously it hit South Miami down in there, and, and we got as far up as you know Fort Lauderdale and and, and that part of town uh, away from the facility, and, and tried to just ride it out. We talked about this team's maturity. You think this is something they they handle as a distraction as well? I mean, yeah. You know, this is something that you know I, I talked about this morning. You know, we know that the storm's coming. Right, and it can disrupt lives and the order of business each week. We just kind of gets you out of your routine a little bit. But you know, the biggest the biggest thing is just just maintaining you know focus and concentration. We we've got people in place to help you know the players and the coaches and their families and and let's let's stay on task. You know, game plan today and tomorrow and and Friday. Um, and look, if we have to adjust, we adjust. That's just it's just part of it. You mentioned the test of your emotions. Uh, What's that? How much of this week is a test of your emotions? Uh, obviously going back, but even on Sunday in the locker room in L.A., we had guys talking already. 
they want to go play and win this one for you type of thing. I mean, do you suppress that? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's great, you know, and everything, and, and, and I appreciate that, you know, from the team. But, you know, look, this is a good football team, and, and we understand that. It's still week four. You know, there's a lot of football ahead of us, and, and um, you know, we just got to – we just got to prepare, you know, and, and do do the right things during the week, and that that includes me, you know, and, and I gotta I gotta stick to my routine and and uh, stay diligent with that and the study and the planning and um, you know prepare myself just like the players do. So, you know, it starts with me, and and um, you know I'll, I'll keep relaying that message to the team. Reese has seen rookies struggle a little bit here, maybe roller coaster. What is it about the two defensive guys, Walker and Lloyd? They've really on this ascension of up and have really played well through three games. Um, I believe some of it can be the fact that they've played a lot of football, you know, on a big stage in college. Some of it, um, so it's it's uh, it's not unfamiliar, you know, territory to them. But these guys are both just tremendous workers, and they prepare so well during the week, practice hard. They want to be great players in this league. Um, and that's what you're seeing with both of them, and, and it's paying off in the games. Trevor won AFC Offense Player of the Week. You got a new thing. Yeah, a little thing. The, uh, <laughs> Amazon. Yep, exactly. What does that say about his progress? Uh, what does that say about his progress and, and sort of where you've seen him grow over the past couple weeks? Well, it just shows that he is progressing, number one. Uh, number two, I think the guys around him, you know, are playing extremely well, meaning the offensive line and, and really everybody on, on offense. You know, and, and just it's 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 part of our, you know, the progression of of our offense and the steps that we need to take to be a to be a great offense in this league. You know, we're not there yet, but but that's a that's a step in the right direction. And um, you know, he understands too that he can't get that type of recognition without the guys around him. Darius Slay, what type of player is he? And are you expecting him to shadow Christian Kirk this week? It'll be interesting. He, I, he, I tell you, you know, I had him. You know, we brought him, brought him to Philadelphia, and he, he's playing extremely well right now. Um, you know, a, a top defender, corner in this league, and he's he's, he's creating some turnovers and takeaways. And um, you know, he matched receivers the last two weeks. Um, the only thing that I would say is he doesn't necessarily go inside. You know, as a as a, a not a nickel, but a corner that would go inside if Christian were inside, but. I think that's something we've got to be aware of, you know, and, and understand where he's going to be. Um, maybe maybe lean towards Zay a little bit, you know, possibly on the outside. But um, great player, got to understand where he's at and, and how they how they want to use him. Health update on Shaq Griffin, and if you could evaluate Trey Herndon stepping in for him this past weekend. Um, Shaq's doing good. Um, he'll be back out on the practice field today, and Trey played well. He played really well, and um, it was good to see Trey. It was great, probably for him to get back out there and, and really have, you know, meaningful snaps. And and uh, he did a really nice job for us. Any other injuries coming out of Sunday's game? Or? Van Lannen Cole is the one that uh, has a hamstring coming out of the game, so he's gonna he's gonna miss today and 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 potentially you know this week. So he's the only one. How tough of an environment can it be in Philly for the visiting team? It's tough. It's extremely tough. I mean. The second you pull into that stadium, you know the fans are, are cheering and fans are booing and fans are yelling and um, it's a great environment, you know, for a football game. But it's it's loud. Um, it's it's the stadium's kind of right on top of the field and and um, 
it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge to be able to handle crowd noise and and um, try to you know try to keep your composure. Can you learn a lot about a young team going into an environment like that one? Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. That's something that you know we'll talk a lot about that this week. Uh, just how to how to handle that. Try to you know we say block out the noise, but it's going to be loud. But you do have to block out the noise, you know, and just focus on your job and. And uh, we'll try to, you know, try to simulate that some this week in practice. Real quick, back to the injuries. I'm just curious. In all your years of coaching and playing, have you ever had five straight days of no one on an injury report? I can't say I've had that many days. Yeah, you know, that's that might be a first. You know, it might be a first. And again, I, I just think it's a credit to the players and obviously our medical staff for keeping those guys on the field. Thanks, coach. Appreciate all right, guys. Appreciate Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Really